Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Well, hello everyone. A, a huge welcome to you this week. We're so glad that you've chosen to tune in and watch church online. And a very big welcome to everybody. We're so encouraged that you are taking the time to tune in. And again, our hope and our prayers that you receive something from the Word of God. In particular today, we're looking and dealing with the topic of the Holy Spirit. And I'm really encouraged about sharing a few thoughts about Him in a few moments time. A uh, couple of little updates firstly for you. Wanted to let you know on the 21st of June, not this Sunday, uh, next Sunday, we're having our next drive through uh, bacon and egg and coffee here at the church straight after the service. So do encourage you with that to come on down uh, and be a part of that. It was a whole lot of fun last time. Also as well, we had our first face-to-face prayer meeting on Tuesday night. I can't say how encouraging it was to meet with so many wonderful people and uh, just to pray together on Tuesday night. So do encourage you with that as well. There's been quite a bit of discussion um, about uh, the church and the lifting of restrictions. And we're so encouraged to be able to say that in the coming weeks, possibly in the next month or so, when the announcements made for uh, public gatherings uh, within the places of worship of 100 people, that's when we're going to begin to open up our doors and, and begin to welcome people in. And I can't tell you how encouraged we are by that uh, and how thrilled we are at that opportunity as well as seeing people come together and be a part of those services. So we'll keep you posted with that, let you know what's taking place with that as well. But do want to send a, a huge shout out to all our volunteers. Boy, we've missed you. And I'm saying more than ever before, we need you uh, in all reality to be able to do the service as well and to create the safest possible environment that we can. We're going to need everybody's assistance right across the life of the church to be able to help to create a great COVID safe space as we begin to worship together. So if you are able to help with that, please go to our website. You can ring the office or you go to our website and uh, click on the how to get involved tab there and just let us know about your interest in that as well. But can't say how thrilled we are and excited about that possibility as well, which will be absolutely awesome. To let people know as well, um, we're going to continue live streaming. Um, We're not going to finish our live streaming, um, uh, what we've been doing, our services from week to week. We're going to continue that um, for many people, not just in our city that aren't able to attend now or in the near future, but also people beyond our city as well. So we'll be talking more about that. This week was a great week for us. We begun our journal uh, working through the book of Acts and you know, I want to encourage you today with that. There's still plenty of time. You can come to the bookstore and order one there, one of our journals. Or you can go to our website there as well and sponsor someone's faith journey as well. But they're available to you. And I really encourage you about that. We've started with the book of Acts and we're all going through it together. And this week we read from uh, Acts chapter uh, 2 through to Acts chapter 6. And, you know, when you think about the book of Acts, really the book of Acts is the story of the birth of the early church. Uh, Incredibly um, encouraging to see the way that God moved, but also The story within the book of Acts is also about the person of the Holy Spirit. And this journey that we're going to begin today and over the next few weeks as well in our Sundays together, we're going to be talking about understanding the importance of building a greater friendship with the Holy Spirit. I'll say it again. We're going to begin continue to look at what it means to build a greater friendship with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to talk a little bit today about 
why that's important. And then in coming weeks, we're going to look at how do we do that? But, you know, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, I think without exception, was one of the most earth moving events that's happened since the resurrection of Jesus with without exception. Uh, his work, the Holy Spirit's work was so evident in the in the uh, in the early church. In the first five chapters of the book of Acts, we see miracles through the hands of the apostles by and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Some incredible things that we've read during the course of the week and do encourage you with that. In fact, I was taken by one scripture in Acts chapter 5, verse 13, talking about the church at that point and the way that the community was viewing the church. Because it says this in verse 13 of chapter 5, it said, yet none of them, uh, not, yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. Listen to what it says. Yet none of the rest, the people in the community outside of the church, dared join them, but the people outside in the community were esteeming the church highly. I mean, God was moving. The early church was honoured and esteemed and there was a sense of awe about it because of the powerful work of the Holy Spirit moving through and working through the early church. And I'm so encouraged with that and, and just in Jesus' name, bring us back to those days where the Holy Spirit is moving through the church with such great power, signs and wonders. But today I believe the Holy Spirit has become one of the best kept secrets within the church today. In fact, I believe there's a number of reasons why the church has failed to continue to recognize the great ministry of the Holy Spirit. One of those is ignorance. People don't understand the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit that we'll talk at some time, the, 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 the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We don't speak enough about the power and the person of the Holy Spirit in the church today. And I believe it's because of ignorance. Another reason why the church doesn't speak enough about it is pride. Many people are too prideful and they think things that I've got Jesus. Well, why do I need the baptism of the Holy Spirit? But as we're going to read through these, these chapters together, we will see time and time again that people that believed in Jesus had a clearly defined encounter of being baptized in the Holy Spirit as well. And that's another thing that we're going to be look, looking at too. Another reason why the Holy Spirit potentially is the best kept secret in the church today, and that's deception. Many people believe, and none of with, within this listening audience I wouldn't expect, but many people believe today uh, his work finished in the book of Acts. Well, I want to say today, I don't believe that at all. I believe today that the Holy Spirit is alive and well, and he's moving around the globe, even in these dark times, even in these challenging times, he's still alive and still moving in and through the people that understand what it means to become his friend. So, so powerful. In fact, much of the church treats the Holy Spirit as a thing or an it. But I want to say today, the Holy Spirit is not an it or a thing. He's a real person. We read in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, it says that he, he can be grieved. The Holy Spirit is grieved by, by some of our behavior. We also read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19, that he can be quenched. He will hold back his presence within a person's life. He's, he's quenched by our actions or our attitudes or behaviours or potentially the places we go or the things that we look at. We also can see and we're going to see in Acts chapter 7 verse 51 that the Holy Spirit can also be resisted. So the Holy Spirit's not an inner thing. He's a real person alive wanting to fill each believer's life 
with a sense of, of, of power, uh, a, a, a sense of understanding uh, his purpose and his place in our lives. And you know, as we, before we get into a, a couple of thoughts as to uh, the benefits of the Holy Spirit being in our lives, you know, we see throughout the entire Bible, we see references to the work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in Genesis chapter 1. For example, we see the creative power of the Spirit of God. In Genesis 1, 1 to 3, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, referring to the Holy Spirit. Then we see the prophet Joel spoke about his work as well in Joel chapter 2, 28 to 29. It says, And it shall come to pass that afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. In the Old Testament, we see Joel referencing the future work of the Holy Spirit. Then in the New Testament, we see John the Baptist, one of the greatest, the greatest prophet of all time. Never another prophet like John the Baptist, but he also spoke about what was coming as well because he spoke about baptism. But in Matthew chapter 3, he referenced again the Holy Spirit and said, Indeed, I baptize you with water under repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than me, um, in whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. And listen to this, he will baptize you, immerse you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus himself, another one. He spoke about the Holy Spirit and his role in our lives in John chapter 14, 15 to 18. He says this, it said, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he might abide with you forever. I mean, time and time again, Old Testament, New, Te New Testament, there's so much reference to the person of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that as we read through the book of Acts together and we, we see time and time again the, the interjection of the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the the, um, oh, I can't even think of the word to describe it, but there's so many instances that we're going to read of the person of the Holy Spirit moving in and through believers' lives. And this journey that we're on is about that. In fact, I love this scripture that Jesus actually tells his disciples that it's good that he leaves. I don't know how the disciples must have felt when they heard Jesus say that, but it must have been quite disturbing to think that this man that they'd followed for three years, this, this man that they held in the highest of esteem as the saviour of the Lord, of, of, of the master of all, says to them, it's to your advantage that I leave. It must have been shattering at the time. But then he goes on to explain that ultimately it would be to their advantage. And I want to read this scripture to you today. And it says it in John chapter 6, 5 through to 7. This has been Jesus speaking. But now I go away to him who sent me and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Jesus says right there to the disciples, it's to your advantage that I go away. And then he explains the why. He says, for if I do not go away, if I don't depart to the Father, if I don't leave the earth and ascend to heaven and sit at the right hand of the throne, it says, Jesus says then that the helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. Jesus was telling the disciples in these few verses of Scripture here that it was to their advantage that he departs so that the helper, the Holy Spirit, could ascend to earth. And I haven't got time today to speak about that whole 
ascension, the day of Pentecost, the day when the Holy Spirit was poured out, that, that significant day of Pentecost. You know, Jesus died on the Passover, a significant day that the Jewish people celebrated um, for, 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 for many, many years coming out of the plague. You, you may know the story of the Passover. If not, please take the time to uh, study what we're saying there. But a, a, a lamb was slaughtered. The blood was shed upon the, the doors of people's homes and the, the, the angel of death would pass over. Jesus died on the Passover. He was the perfect Lamb of God. His, his, his body was broken. His blood was shed so that the, 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 the angel of death or the, the penalty of death, we would be passed over. But then we see 50 days later, the people of Israel celebrated a day that's called the day of Pentecost, the day where they celebrate the goodness of God. And we see that on that exact same day, 50 days after Jesus died, on the day of Pentecost, exactly to the date, 50 days later, the Holy Spirit is poured out upon the earth and the world as we know it and the world as they knew it back then was turned upside down because of the person of the Holy Spirit. Friends, I want to tell you with all my heart, we need to understand what it means to build a friendship again, to, to befriend again if we need to, to fall in love in a new way, in a fresh way with the person of the Holy Spirit. But back to the thoughts, you know, the, the, the reasons why Jesus said it's to our advantage. Well, I want to give you five reasons today and then I'll conclude. The first reason it's to our advantage is the Holy Spirit was sent to empower us to be a witness. In fact, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 we read, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. The Holy Spirit was given to us by God so that we could become the witnesses of other, to others of Jesus within us. And one of the great purposes of the gift of the Holy Spirit is to help us to become more like Jesus. We can't do this on our own. We need the infilling, the, 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 the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit to help to shape us and mould us into the image of Christ. Amen. And that's the first advantage. The second advantage, the Holy Spirit was sent to help us. I love that there. Listen to what Jesus said in John 14, 16. He says, I'll pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you and help, uh, excuse me, abide with you forever. And we look at that word helper there in the Greek. The, the words come uh, comforter, um, one that comes to assist, one that comes to stand, stand beside. The word there in the Greek is parakeletos, I believe it is. The Holy Spirit is our helper. And remember, Jesus said he wouldn't leave us as, as orphans. And the thought today is this. If you're needing help, then start to reach out to the helper. Amen. If you're needing help right now in your life, don't look around you, but look out, look out for the Holy Spirit. Start to call out to him because Jesus sent him to be our helper. Second advantage. The third one, the third advantage of the Holy Spirit being poured out on that great day of Pentecost was the Holy Spirit was sent to guide us. Listen to John 16, 13. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you. I love that. We're going to read in the next few um, weeks together, story after story of the early disciples and the apostles 
being guided by the Holy Spirit, being sent this direction and that direction. It's just going to be incredible when we discover how many instances there are in the book of Acts of the Holy Spirit guiding them. And I want to say today, it's the same Holy Spirit that was guiding people all those years ago in the early days of the church, the same Holy Spirit that is there wanting and willing to guide us today. And if you need guidance, then I want to encourage you, reach out to the one who's been called to guide us, the Holy Spirit. So that's the third advantage. The fourth advantage is this, why Jesus said it was to our advantage. The Holy Spirit was sent to reveal truth. I love that. Sent to reveal truth. Jesus says in John chapter 16, verse 14 to 15, He says about the Holy Spirit, He will glorify me because He will take from what is mine and He will declare it to you. I love that the Holy Spirit, as we read our Bibles, as we take the time to open up our Bibles, it's the Holy Spirit that reveals truth to us. Revelation, revealed treasure, uh, gold, jewels, gems that are in the Word of God. And the Holy Spirit's role is to reveal truth to us. That's why I encourage you that every time you open up the Word of God, stop and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to do what Jesus sent him to do. And that is to reveal truth to you through the Word of God. So that's the fourth reason. And the fifth um, advantage of the Holy Spirit that I can see from the Word of God is that the Holy Spirit was sent to be our constant companion. John 14, 16 says this, And I will ask the Father, He will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. Listen to that there again. I will ask the Father and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. And this is the thought that we want to conclude at today, that I believe this, that we are actually to make a friend of the Holy Spirit. We need to learn what it means to have a friendship with the Holy Spirit. And for many of us that are listening to this message, you may well have a great friendship with the Holy Spirit. You understand Him as your guide, as your comforter, as your leader, as the one that reveals truth. But there may be many people that don't understand yet that the Holy Spirit was given to us from heaven by Jesus for our advantage, to help us to live this Christ-centered life, to be shaped and molded into the person that God has called us to be. And the way that we do that is building a friendship with the Holy Spirit. In fact, I love how Paul states it in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, Verse 14, he says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. If you look at that word communion there, it actually means friendship. I want to ask you today, are you building a friendship with the Holy Spirit? I want to ask you today, do you understand the advantages of what it means to have a life that is filled with the Holy Spirit? Not just once, but at every occasion, asking the Holy Spirit to fill our lives fresh again, to fill us to overflowing, to be filled with His presence, to be saturated with the Holy Spirit's presence, but more importantly, knowing what it means to build a friendship. You know, the truth with every friendship that we have in our lives, every friendship takes an investment. And for us, friendship with the Holy Spirit means an investment of time. And the question I want to ask as we conclude today is this. Do you know about the Holy Spirit or are you building a friendship 
with the Holy Spirit. Do you know about Him? Or are you taking the time to build a friendship with Him? And that's what we'll be talking about as we journal through the book of Acts together and we see His work so clearly and evidently. But on each Sunday as we gather and as we talk, um, we're going to be speaking about what it means to build a friendship, what it means to become a friend of the Holy Spirit. You know, today, if you're feeling dry in your relationship with God, you need to revisit the person of the Holy Spirit. You need to remind yourself again of those times that you may well have had in the past with Him and come back to that place and, and shake off whatever it might be in your relationship with God and remind yourself again what a treasure it is, what an honour it is to have the gift of the Holy Spirit within you. You know, if you're needing greater direction in your life today, you need to revisit the purpose of the Holy Spirit of being your guide. He wants to guide you. He wants to lead you. But you and I need to reach out to Him. We need to make a friend of the Holy Spirit. If you're needing greater, greater comfort in your life, then you and I, we all need to remind ourselves that He's our comforter. We don't need to go anywhere else except to the Holy Spirit because Jesus said He would come and He would comfort us. And if you're also needing greater boldness as I am, and so many of us do in our, in our witness, in our, in our uh, boldness to declare Christ to our friends, to our family, then I want to encourage us. We need to reach out to the Holy Spirit and ask Him to help us to be greater in our boldness of proclaiming the gospel. You know, this week, I really want to encourage you around that thought that we need to make a friend of the Holy Spirit. We need to take the time during the course of this week as we read through Acts and we read and we see story after story of the Holy Spirit moving through ordinary people's lives and doing extraordinary things. That the times might have changed, but the person of the Holy Spirit has not changed. He is the same that He was when He was released on the day of Pentecost, the same Holy Spirit that's working through the globe today and he wants to work in us and through us as well but we need to make him our friend amen and over the next couple of weeks as well we'll be talking about what it means to be a friend of the holy spirit what it means to be baptized in the holy spirit what it, what it means just to have a a daily day by day moment of appreciating and 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 truly cherishing this great gift that we've been given in the person of the Holy Spirit. Could we just all bow our heads and I, I would love to pray today as we conclude. Lord Jesus, we just thank you today so much for what you've done for us, your body that was broken, your blood that was shed, that you died on that great day, but more importantly, you rose again in total victory, in total triumph. But more importantly, Lord, as you said, it was to our advantage that you would leave so that he would come. Jesus, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we pray that over these coming weeks that a fresh light begins to open up within our hearts. A fresh hunger starts to stir within us for a greater desire for more of the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives. So, Lord, we just thank you for that gift. And Holy Spirit, today we open up our hearts and our lives to you. And we just pray that again you fill us, that you help us to build the friendship that we need, that we make you our friend. Because truly, as Paul said, we are so blessed to have a communion, to have friendship with the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, we just welcome you and we ask you this week to prompt us, to draw us aside, to have those moments where we take the time 
just to stop and to fellowship with you, to make you the friend that you've been intended and destined to be. So we thank you today. Help us. We pray that prayer in Jesus' name. And everybody said an amen and amen. Well, we just trust and pray that you have the most amazing week. And I am looking forward to, um, in, the, in the very near future, uh, about presenting to you all the, the future opening date of our church. It will be in a group of 100 to start with, but we are so encouraged that we're moving closer to that day where we're going to start to join in this place together and worship together. We so look forward to it. Have the most amazing week in Jesus' name.